What's up, everybody? This is Sydney, and you're listening to Friendly Fire. Um, so I guess that's something we just have to see. Yeah. But the so the question mark for me, their biggest question mark will be their secondary. And as we know, Saints love to pass the football. Yeah. Um, and then if if their O line is the problem and that hurts their running game, then I have more faith in our secondary, even though their wide receivers, their wide receiver core is better in totality than ours is. I still trust our defense against them more than I trust theirs against ours. And and you know and, what? That I'm I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just about to say, and then that's what it really comes down to for me in that matchup. Well, as usual, as we talk about on this show all the time being diehards because people want to talk about skill positions and what happens. Mm-hmm. We know that it, it, if, if their offensive line ends up being any type of problem, then it won't matter anyway. Any yeah. way to play in the league, if the offensive line is, is the issue, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. the, You're not going to be able to run, you're not going to be able to pass, and there's only so much defense you can play. But when, uh, another thing when I think about the Bucks and I, talk, and I think about that month that it's going to take for them to get to where they want to be with all the roster turnover that they had, bruh, there really is something to be said about the fact that they led the league in turnovers last year by a wide margin and was still seven and nine. Yeah. You know, the, the, and and, and when, you, when you combine that with Brady had arguably the worst skills position in the league and they still went 11 and five. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, when you when you combine what I think that will end up looking like, I I think they'll be the best team in the NFC. Not obviously not with the record because the Saints, like I said, there isn't a lot of roster turnover. There is, and in this in this climate, you need familiarity. Yeah. And so that'll end up being the regular season Saints. But then when the when it gets to the postseason, that it's just such a different. They feel like a different team when we get to the when we get to the playoffs, and you know, the, again, they they're they're one play away each year. Yeah. Being, oh, but but they feel like the better team, so it shouldn't have been that way in the first yeah. place. Yeah. So, I'm saying like, I feel like Tom Brady in the playoffs with what their roster will be, they'll be the team to represent the NFC. And and to me, um, like I say, I just when it, the matchups when it comes to that, I feel how I feel. But then, at the same time, when it comes to what our playoff woes have been the past three years or so, I feel like this is the last hoorah. Like this is it. Like if it don't happen this year, it's not gonna happen. Like, yeah. This is it. I feel like Drew Brees walking away this year, regardless of how it plays out. And mm-hmm. I think that. That's going to kind of raise the intensity on everything, uh, more so when it comes to that time, uh, because knowing how the last three years have gone, yeah. and knowing that this is most likely going to be it. I mean, so we on the same page. The, the, there's marginal difference. I still yeah. have in the NFC, and I wouldn't be stunned if they represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that as we go forward. Now, obviously, you you have the Saints. As the NFC team, right? Yes, yes, of course. So, got Saints, Chiefs. I have Bucks, Chiefs. 
right. Which is crazy. I didn't expect this out of you. You caught me off guard today. Wait, which pick? The Bucks or the... The Bucks. Yeah, the oh. Bucks. I didn't... What did you think? I was going to pick the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> so, alright. So, let me go on my rant again about the Chiefs. Um... I got the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, and it doesn't even matter which team comes out the NFC to me, honestly. Um, because I just talked about familiarity, return of roster turnover. It is it is blowing my mind that they returned 20 of 22 starters. One of them is an opt-out. It ain't even like they lost them. But yeah. returning 20 of 22 starters, they got better at running back, honestly. And then... Do we really know that, though? Cause I'm kind of tired of hearing about that already too. That's not something I'm positive about. No, I mean, I first of all, it uh, it doesn't matter. They don't need him to be a thousand yard running back. They just need him to be solid. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if anything, they got younger. Let's just go with that. I don't want to argue about yeah, Damon Williams. Cause William, who the fuck was Williams anyway? But anyway, the so 21 of what 23? I think I saw coaches returning to their staff, as well as 20 of 22 starters. So when you look at the fact that that is just so unheard of to me as far as any team, no matter what no matter what order you are in where you build in your team, whether you're a complete rebuild, a playoff contender, a championship contender, it's unheard of to have that minimal roster turnover with players in their prime. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so it's just like, I don't think that there is a formula that I can really look at and say, obviously, besides football randomness, injury, bad bounce, bad matchup, some type of some type of football randomness where I'm looking at it and I'm going, I can legitimately see a team beating them in a 60 minute football game. And I just don't like I, I really like even when I'm looking at it. OK, if you're going to say. Their perspective has changed as the haunted and not the hunter yeah. during the season, sure. But you're telling me in the postseason, I just I have zero faith that there is anything that anybody's gonna be able to put together that I can say somebody is beating the Kansas City Chiefs. And I just don't, I don't see it. So 19 and 0? No, no. Um, I know, I know. I was just playing. Um and what we disagree about that is <laughs> I I think that I think that they shouldn't have returned all they started on defense. So even though it says something about you know them being the same team and what we talked about with New Orleans and not really having to there is no turnover, there isn't much turnover, so there isn't much you have to incorporate that's new. Um like I said, I don't feel like they, they they weren't that good on defense last year as a whole as, as you know as the whole season as a collective. Yeah. So there were spots on the defense where they could have improved, and they didn't end up doing so. But once again, this bubble and the pandemic, or not bubble, they're not in the bubble, but this pandemic puts them in a position to where. It works in their favor that they were able to keep that many starters. Mm -hmm. But also, is it going to hurt the many that they didn't improve on defense at all? 
So, like I say, when it comes down to it, I I do I still think they're the best team in the AFC. I just don't I'm just not positive that their defense is going to hold up enough against another high-powered offense in order to win a Super Bowl for a second year in a row. Yeah. So, of course, I'm taking the Saints, and I probably shouldn't. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I should be picking somebody else so the Saints can actually win. But You know, know, it's crazy because this is the first year we've been doing this that I didn't have the Lions as a playoff team. And yeah, I feel like this is the best team they've had in a while. So maybe some first psychology going on. I was gonna say that earlier too when you first said that. I was like, oh, you're gonna lower your expectations so they can go further. I, I see. I understand. I should maybe I should be trying that, but I got I got New Orleans and Kansas City, which I felt should have been the Super Bowl last year, and I got New Orleans winning. Okay. Um so let's talk about uh, the Lions just for a second before we close this out because I hadn't had a, a win. Huh? I said a second. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited about a couple things with this team. Matthew Stafford was playing great before he got hurt. I'm I'm excited to see him again. Um, I love the DeAndre Swift pick. I think I, I, we talked about that. Um, you asked me about Adrian Peterson, um, which is where I remember we talked about the reason they signed him was because Bo Scarborough was going on uh, injured reserve. So it'll be interesting to see what that progression is when he comes back, um, because I think they like Scarborough a lot um, as that one-two punch with Karrion Johnson and using Swift as the third down running back. Um so I, I I think our running backs are as deep as they've been in a while instead of just putting it on Kerryon Johnson, which I'm over anyway. But uh, I'm not at all concerned about our offense. Marvin Jones coming back, um, and even if he regresses, Hawkinson has been having a really good camp, so I expect him to be uh, somebody that can catch passes. Amendola coming back was huge for me. I love them. Bring yeah. back uh, um, the offensive line play will be what it is. Um, it was decent last year, um, which is a step up from where it was two years ago because it was god awful um, then. So I'm not at all worried about offense. I think we'll I think we'll be able to score with anybody. Yeah. Um, and and our secondary a cuda for Slay. We'll see what that ends up being um, because you can't. I, I can't know because he's a rookie. Nobody knows what he, what he's gonna be. Um, but they picked him third, so hopefully, it, it, you know, because I, I saw them talking about bringing him along slow, and that irritated me because I'm like, you yeah. picked him third, ain't no slow. That you got to play. Yeah. So uh, I love Coleman. I love Harmon. Um, Tracy Walker's progressing. Um, Trufant was a nice pickup, I think. Um, and I told you I love Justin Coleman last year. Anyway, I'm talking a lot about the roster just because the front seven is my only question mark. We don't know what we're going to get from Jamie Collins, which Jamie Collins we're going to get. A second pass rusher outside of Flowers is a question mark. Um, So that's why I feel like there is the most room for growth and there is the biggest question mark. Um, 
if we get good front seven play, which was the same thing last year before Stafford got hurt, if we get good front seven play, they can be a playoff team. Um, because, I, like I said, they can score with anybody. Yeah. But, um, and the secondary is solid. It's not, like I said a few minutes ago, ain't no secondary in the league right now. With the way the game's being played, for one, and for two, just because I don't, I don't feel like anybody's stacked that corner or saying safety and stuff like that to where, all right, they're giving up 25, 27, 28 points a game. So is everybody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it is... It comes down to can we get not even elite pass rush, but just something that wasn't last year. Because last year, Flowers started to come on toward the end of the year. But we need that all year from him, and we need somebody else. So we'll see what that is, who that is. As usual, nobody in the division feels like they're light years better than the the Lions. The Vikings. I love the Vikings roster, but, you know, the question is always how good will Kirk Cousins be? Um, yeah. He's solid. I'm never, I've never been like, oh, Kirk Cousins, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, if he plays like he played for that stretch after they called him out, uh-huh. then they'll the division running away. Um, we talked about the Packers. They'll regress. I'm not at all concerned about the Bears. I never really am. Um, so, <clears throat> We'll see. That's that's where I am with, with, with the Lions. So I chose Detroit to come out uh, of that division as a wild card because just like you just when you when you just stated when you just went over the division, when I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay, like I I even had my questions about saying that the Vikings were gonna win the division. Because I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay. Like you say, what Kirk Cousins are we going to get? Yeah, they have Dalvin Cook, cool, but now you, now you're less one of those great receivers that you were giving to Kirk Cousins to make him be better or to come off as better as what he really was. That was that was you helping him. So now you're less that. Now okay, now we just got Adam Thielen. We got to see what. I don't want to. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I I I. I think Justin Jefferson is a nice replacement. Who knows? Like that's the same that's the same thing I feel about the running back in Kansas City. Like who knows? Maybe you know. I, I we thought I felt the same way about Irving Smith at tight end, and he he didn't give him anything really last year. True. So so those things have to be figured out, and they could go either way, you know. And then defensively, their front seven is hella good. But then their secondary, I feel that they're the opposite of y'all. Their secondary, I don't, I don't care for anything in their secondary outside of Harrison Smith, you yeah. know. And then, but their front seven is really solid. So mm-hmm. can they be pushed? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like if y'all offense is going to be what you what you think that it can be, mm-hmm. I, I can see y'all even winning the division. Um, because I can see Minnesota finishing ten and six. Yeah, you know. So and and that goes with Green Bay too. Like I don't, I don't see Green Bay being horrible. They overachieved last year, but I, I don't see them being horrible. So yeah, they're going to be right there around the eight and eight, nine and seven range as well. And so. The one thing you said about the Lions, um, 
don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, go ahead. The offense, being able to perform in that manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So last year, Stafford getting hurt. They even they even showed up backup quarterback. And you know, I told you, I, like, I, I was, I'm really high on what Darrell Bevel has been able to do the way that we've been running the offense. So I don't see that there is anything, unless there is just a comical amount of injuries or bad offensive line play. Yeah. Um, there isn't anything that I can point to that I'm going, all right, well, the offense won't be what I think it is. Because, again, last year Stafford got hurt and there was no backup. Yeah. Then this year, there's a solid backup to where, you know, there's depth at running back, there's depth at pass catchings, you know. So I, the offense should be good. The secondary should be good because the secondary was good last year. Uh-huh. Honestly, nobody really talked about that, but the secondary was good last year up until the front seven was terrible. Um, so the question mark with this team is what will they get out of the front seven? Yeah. And if, and, and if that's solid, if it's good, then you won't be able to tell me nothing. I'll be good on here every week and I'll be I'll be happy as hell, but... Um, and, a com- and a conversation we had last year after Stafford got hurt was even even without him and not having, like you said, not having a real backup behind him, they were losing one possession games. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at it, you, I'm looking at all these games and I'm saying, well, if Stafford was the quarterback, they would have won that. Like, the, it wouldn't have, you know, and that I, changes the whole season around. And and this year's our our division, the players, the NFC South. Um, so that that makes the scheduling a little bit harder. So that so it's hard to get excited about us playing the Saints, the Bucks, the Panthers, the Falcons, like and then, then on top of that playing our division. So it's like, man, you know, it, it's it's really hard to get that excited about anything in the NFC. And that's why I was telling you, bro, like it. It's ten. The NFC has always felt like the West to me. Like yeah. NBA, it's ten legitimate teams that I could say I can see them being a playoff team. I'm not, I never feel that way about the AFC. I feel like it'd be four teams that's like that's the cream of the crop, and then the wild cards be like ill. <laughs> you know that that's how I feel about the AFC versus the NFC. Yeah. So, like I say, I, I I'm. I'm confident in y'all making the playoffs this year. Like I say, I'm not I'm not far off from I wasn't far off from picking y'all to win the division. Cause yeah. even when you say, look, then we have to play the NFC South. Hell, Minnesota do too. Green Bay do too. They gotta go through New Orleans, right. Tampa Bay, and Atlanta just like y'all do. You right. know? And we and we're saying Minnesota, well, Green Bay for sure shouldn't have the same offensive firepower that y'all have. Minnesota, we gonna see, you know. Um, the Saints, man, this is this is probably it for Drew. I'm banking on this being his last year. Um, once again, the off season there wasn't too much change, which is a good thing because we've had what it's taken to win for three, four years now. Um, adding Emmanuel Sanders was huge because we had to get somebody else out there that could catch footballs yeah. on, on the opposite side of Michael Thomas. Um, 
a lot of people really hate that we paid Edge of Pete what we paid him. I'm <laughs> I'm not as hard on Edge of Pete as everybody else is. I'm not saying he's good. Now, I'm not saying that he's good, but I'm saying that amongst the rest of what we're putting out there and on the offensive line, he becomes good. They make him better than what he is. And if you know that that's the case, why gamble with that? Yeah. Go ahead and lock him up. Know that that's going to be your offensive line and he's going to be the weakest point of it. But your offensive line is going to be good with him there. So I, I didn't really have any issues with that. Um, I love being able to bring back Janoris Jenkins. I love bringing uh, Malcolm Jenkins back. And they saying that P.J. Williams has been a big highlight of camp. They've moved him from cornerback to safety. And hopefully he is what they're saying he is. Because last year our secondary had moments where it didn't look too great. I'm not really concerned about our front seven. I love our linebackers. I love our D-line. Um, <laughs> what? The linebackers? Yeah, the linebackers was the... Was yeah, the- Demario Davis, um, Anzalone, he just got to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Kiko Alonso, still got Kiko Alonso, Craig Robertson, like they're solid linebackers. Um, and then of course having uh Trey Hendrickson, Cam Jordan, Sheldon Rankins, brought in Malcolm Brown, uh David Anyamada. Like we have a good, we have a good front seven. It's just my Marcus David Port. We just got to make sure that these guys can stay healthy. Yeah. No, 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 the defensive line, I know they have a good defensive line. That y'all have a good defensive line. The linebackers was just the surprise. And, and you know, my favorite move of the offseason from y'all was Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. Um, I felt like that was a that was a big pickup. The Emmanuel Sanders thing, I, it's, a, it's another pass catcher. I, I felt like that was – they could have got that out the draft just because it was such a deep wide receiver draft. We talked mm-hmm. about that, um, what he'll end up bringing to the table. So that doesn't excite me that much. But again, it's, it's somebody somebody to take the pressure off Michael Thomas. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I was saying the other day that the, the biggest thing about Emmanuel Sanders for me isn't that he's going to play like a number two receiver. In my opinion, he opens it up for Traquan Smith to be a more productive receiver. Because now you're you're moving down the line again. Okay, well, Traycon Smith last year was drawing the second best corner. And now, now he's drawing the third. And I think Traquan Smith has I, I think he's gonna be a real solid receiver. And having Emmanuel Sanders there is gonna take is is gonna allow him to progress his game more this season. Because now he's he saw he's looked at as the fourth or fifth guy when he's on the field instead of the second or the third. Because you're saying, oh, we have to put some we have to worry about Michael Thomas, we have to worry about Emmanuel Sanders, have to worry about Jared Cook, and we still gotta worry about Kamara out the backfield. Yeah. But shit, they got Traquan Smith lining up over there too. We we can't we can't worry about him at that point. 
because we could barely worry about the other three. Yeah. So that was a big thing for me. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's another year with a solid team, a team that, especially in like we keep saying, in these circumstances, in these unprecedented times, they are probably in the best position besides maybe a Kansas City to be able to go out there and come out hot and already, you know, be comfortable in what it is that they're doing with the players that they're doing it with. What's also interesting is uh, crowd noise. Yeah. Um, Because the Saints have such an advantage, especially in the postseason, with that, it'll definitely be interesting to see what that turns teams into. Not yeah. saying that, that that it'll be the deciding factor, but as the road team, if I ain't got to worry about that, then it's then it's just it's eleven on eleven. Exactly. So you know that that is going to be very interesting because we've seen in the NBA so far it hasn't seemed to matter too much. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I think some of these playoff series might have played out shorter or longer um, with the same outcomes, but I, I think it might have been a little different if you, you know, because sometimes you have two days rest for travel mm. as opposed to every other day. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. And, and I think more, I think more so in NBA than NFL, they are able to really feed off of the crowd. So, like you say, the if the Bucks started those two games in this series at home versus basically neutral field, neutral court, right, 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 played out differently, you know. I agree, but you know, also as far as NFL, the biggest thing is communication. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's a lot of times where you got changing the play and all that stuff. Like if you yeah. don't have to worry about that so much as. All I got to do is play in unfamiliar territory, whatever. You know, as, exactly. as as it's just play. another field, yeah. Exactly. So, so, that, so now so now weather becomes the biggest factor right. in, in road games. And, and for dome teams, that becomes, you just need to be a better team. Yeah. So I'm very bummed out, though, talking about this because, you know, the Lions will play the Saints in Detroit again. It'll happen again um, in our lifetime. But, man, I was very excited to go to the game this year, especially yeah. doing this, doing the show. Um, I knew it was coming last year because it was in the rotation. Uh, that that would be um, up to play. So I knew it was going to – they were going to play each other. But, you know, it, it just was like – Will it be in New Orleans or will it be in Detroit? Well, the last three times we played New Orleans, it's been in New Orleans. So I knew, I mean, I was very excited. It was going to be my first trip to see a road team of my favorite teams. Yeah. Um, this coronavirus, man, it's ruined everything, bro. All right. So one thing I almost forgot about is just as picking some games for this week. So I didn't even do all the primetime games because they do that ridiculous thing with Monday night during the first weeks where they do a double header. And neither yeah. one of them are good. So I didn't even put either of those games in there. <laughs> so uh Thursday night football, Texans Chiefs. I mean we 
if you ask me this every year, whoever the team is that won the championship is who I'm picking. Yeah. So, but it's it's there unless unless there's ridiculous roster turnover, I'm mm-hmm. picking the team. Like, and so it just the emotion of that is just too much for that team to overcome. Like, it, it really just is. And if they're a good team, it's a good matchup. I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah. Um. And I'm going to take the Chiefs, too. My worries about the Texans early on is their run game, because mm-hmm. I still don't know if that's going to be any better or not. And I think in order to be, for anybody to beat the Chiefs, they're going to have to have a good run game. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm going Chiefs, too. Uh, Bears-Lions. Oh, wait, no, let's do, let's do that. Last. Let's go ahead and do Cowboys-Rams. That's Sunday night. Dang, I didn't realize it was out there gay with Cowboys Rams. I'll probably take the Rams. Um, just because again, you know, we got new coach, new situation, new players with the Cowboys. Um, the Rams are who they are, you know, and they and I talked again about them having two of the best players in the league on defense. I think the Cowboys will end up being a better team. Um, yeah. But Gates, I'll take the Rams. And I agree. Um the Cowboys, the Cowboys have a chance to have a great offense this year. Yes. Um, but two, well, not two, but like you say, new head coach, C.D. Lamb just getting there. Um, it's going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute for them to really figure it out. And the Rams defense isn't really the team you want to be out there trying to figure it out against. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Rams as well. Uh, then we got Bears Lions. Okay, so the middle of the year toward the end of the year. Remember, I told you whenever we're doing these these games for our teams. Um, when I'm talking about this, the Lions are going sixteen and zero. You gotta. You know we just talked about it, bro. You gotta do things differently to see different results, man. You picking up every week is is personal. <laughs> Go with the Lions. I mean, the, the best. Listen, we don't team. Not that that's gonna matter very much this year. Staff is back. Um, there is still a lot of question mark at quarterback for the Bears. Um, yeah. So I, I'm gonna go with the Lions. And you know what's crazy? Um, defensively, the Bears are still a good team. Yeah, they still they still have the potential to be one of the best defenses in the league. So it really comes down to what they can give on offense, mainly at quarterback, because they have good. Well, they have a good receiver, and they have they have depth at running back to where they can do some different things. So yeah. it really comes down to what their quarterback is going to give them. Nobody is giving. Any thought to Trubisky actually turning out to be good or progressing, mm-hmm. even though there's a potential for him to do that, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that that part is just crazy to me that nobody seems to even want to entertain the thought that he could actually progress and I, become more than what he's been. I, I just think that at this point in his career, he is who he is, and already they, only been what three years. But but I think that. 
I think that he was who he was before they picked him as high as they picked him in the first place. I think that just just his athleticism is what they're banking on with whatever scheme they have with Nagy, and I it's not something that scares me honestly. Even if even if he is what exactly what they want him to be in their offense, like yeah. he's got, got one receiver that I'm worried about, and you know the defense has always been good, and they've been a playoff team once since they got what Khalil Mack. The the I mean since they've been what I was gonna say have they been to the playoffs? They made it that one year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So I mean, I just don't. I'm not gonna say respect them, but they they're the only team in the division that I look at and I go, really, this team. And then, of course, last... Uh, you, didn't, you didn't pay anybody with it. Oh, I'm taking Detroit. Um, <laughs> like I say, I... Like I say, I really, I really like Chicago's defense. Yeah. That can't be questioned. Um, like I say, they have depth at running back, they don't, but they don't have a true running back to where you're like, look, we got to worry about this guy touching the ball 20 times a game. Right, right. And then if you're able to put a handle on Allen Robinson, regardless of what Trubisky is doing, then are you really scared of anything he could get out of his other options? Like, I don't even know who his tight end going to be this year. So, uh, oh, I think it's Jimmy Graham. Is it? Didn't he go to Chicago? I think it's I- Jimmy Graham. Um, so, yeah, I, right out the gate, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Detroit. That's crazy because we're about to – we're about to pick all four of the same teams. I don't, has that ever happened? Have we ever picked all the same games? I don't think so. All the same teams? Because no. the last time I And I think maybe game. because it's just because you take the Lions every single week is why we never end up with all four teams being the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I pick against them. Um. Yeah, the Buck Saints. That's it. Yeah. You know, we talked about that, the Saints – Early in the season, while I feel like as we get later, um, the Bucks will be the team to beat. Um, right now, out the gates, I mean, uh, I'm taking the Saints, and the Saints at home too, right? Yeah, but does it matter at this point? <laughs> but yeah, it is at home. It doesn't. No, I just was wondering. Uh, I was more wondering. So one thing I did want to say when we were talking about the Bucks earlier, uh, the X factor to me for the Buccaneers is Rob Gronkowski. I don't think he's going to be the Robin Gronkowski that we saw in the Patriots four or five years ago. I don't either, but I, but he doesn't need to be. Does he not, though? They, they still got O.J. Howard. But what has he been? And Bray. What has O.J. Howard been? Do they need elite, do they need elite tight end play when they got Goodwin and, and Evans? I don't mm. Because I because I agree with you. I don't they think need you. one or the other. They need either a good running game, a good or or, or some type of good production out of their tight ends. You need one of them. I I think I think he'll be elite in the red zone, and their running game will be better. Okay. If if like I say, if if Gronk, if Gronk looks like Gronk of old, then look, 
you're right, Kansas City Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers might fucking win it all at that point. But right. I don't see that being the case. Um, but yeah, I was I just thought about that earlier. But I yeah, so we all got for probably the first time we got the same four teams. Crazy. And I didn't even know you were gonna do that. I didn't know you were gonna Yeah. Oh, you caught me off guard with the picks. Cause then because it's been so out of sight, out of mind, bruh, to be like, yeah, 48 hours. We got football. 48 that, hours. That's insane, bruh. I can't wait. And the weirdest thing is going to be that Kansas City and Houston going to be playing, and I'm going to be checking for the Lakers-Rockets game at the same time. So crazy. <laughs> I can't, and and that, that's one thing, one reason. I can't wait for NBA to end. Just because I don't want it pinned up against each other. Like, yeah. early season basketball versus NFL, NFL all day. But postseason basketball is as interesting. I, I'll take postseason basketball over college football. Yeah. Like, like just because I'm, I'm fascinated by matchups, elite players, and what postseason basketball ends up being. Um, versus any sport, like you know, so obviously besides playing football, yeah. So, um, regular season football is what it is because you only get sixteen of them. Exactly. So, um, I don't like the idea of having to, cause it's hard enough for me to try to watch the Lions and the Red Zone Channel at the same time. Yeah. And so I, I now I got Lions Red Zone Channel and playoff basketball. One of them got to go. Because I can't watch all three of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we, the, the NBA need to crown a champion so we can go move on with NFL. Because I'm, I'm ready. Do the Bucks win tonight, bro? You know, you you keep confusing me a little bit because they're two different Bucks. Yeah. So, Bucks ain't playing. But, yeah. I really hope they do, you know, because I don't like Miami, but yeah, I really hope they do just because it's really too early to start the is Giannis leaving conversation, uh, and that, yeah, I'm not interested in that already, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, I, I mean, I hope they win too, just to save face more than anything, like you, the number one seed, you were so dominant to this point, to let I don't know if they want to say to let the pandemic and that time off is what disrupted them or what, but safe face. It'll be Miami going as far as they will to the conference championship. And if they, there's no guarantee that they can't represent the East in the, in the finals. The reason I need for that not to happen more than, more than us not like me, not liking them is I feel like that progression discredits the bubble. Yeah. Because there wasn't anything else that happened to this point, obviously besides if the Clippers or Lakers represent the West, and if they end up beating them to death, then that's something different. But if we get a six-game series between the Clippers and the Heat for the championship, you look back at that and go, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. yeah, because you because you've always been under the impression that it's gonna be the best. It's gonna be the best right. for these Milwaukee Clippers, Lakers, um, 
Toronto or uh, or the Celtics. Or Celtics, yeah. And that would be the one outlier that ended up creeping in because of, yeah. And so and so that would be that would be the biggest thing where people can look back and go, well, how did how did that happen? Yeah. But, and then and then the only team that feels like obviously if it's not, if it's the if it's the Nuggets and the Heat, then you go what? You yeah. Know? So like oh if it's the Nuggets and the Raptors, then it's like all right, bro, wait a minute. <laughs> like, so, so I'm I'm rooting for. Anything that doesn't discredit this as the championship, because it is, bro. You you had your opportunities. You you had your team for the most part. And like I said, the every Bradleys of the world. Yeah. Be the same thing as if he got hurt, because they ain't no they ain't no guarantee that he didn't he wouldn't have got hurt. It ain't no Kawhi Leonard opted out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you had your team. You had an opportunity to beat a team that you were better than. I don't want to hear you lost because you were playing in Orlando. I don't want to hear that. That's, so yeah. All right, well, that's it for this one. This one ran way longer than it ever should, so (laughs) that's it for this week. NFL starts Thursday, bruh. It's that time. Um, Hopefully we can get a show before well, after this week of football. Yeah. Next, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yeah. See you. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Check out Friendly Fire every Thursday as we discuss the latest and most intriguing topics in sports. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at Friendly Fire 08.